Well, hello. Thank you for listening. I'm grateful. I'm thankful that you are here and listening to this episode and I hope you'll stay. Um, we recapped over, um, well, just to recap, we had been talking about courage the last few episodes and I already found application <laughs> to my life. Just our youngest son, Gabriel, he is newly seven. Um, he is um, autistic and um, he is from a speech standpoint. We were from nonverbal, like, like nothing, no words to he is now speaking at the level of almost like a two-year-old. He understands a little bit more, more like a three-year-old. So his expressive versus receptive, if anybody happens to know that speech therapy type of terminology, but um, it, it has met us in, in that way. So it's, it's interesting when you talk about something and then application comes up, right? So I was thinking just, wow, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to remember, um, to remember that you are my strength, you know, that mitochondria, that powerhouse piece for, for these decisions, for what we need to do. And we go through different seasons with, with Gabriel of trying to be inspectors and trying to understand why some things are working well or why some things aren't. And that's kids in general, right? That's my other kids, but it becomes a little more tricky when you have a child who can't communicate that to you, but then is, but then is behaviorally expressing frustrations. So, uh, I was thinking back to the discussions on courage and found courage. So I hope it has blessed you. And I would love to hear anyway, whether that's a health journey, whether that's relationships, whether that is just an immediate challenge ahead of you for you to share that. I would love to hear if um, if that has helped you. But, you know, whether here has changed, I also don't know where you are at on the or where you are at in respect to the equator, if it is really getting cold or if it is a slight thaw brisk as I really am enjoying the change, especially from a workout standpoint. In the morning, y'all, it is so much easier to run without suffocating because it's like 80 degrees with no sun up, right? It's just like, this is ridiculous. So it's been good, loving fall, and they have apple cider out at Kroger. I love apple cider. I think I shared before about fall is I am a fall gal being from Michigan, but apple cider and pumpkin spice. I will put pumpkin spice in anything, anything. I will drink pumpkin spice coffee. Why do? Not I will. And with pumpkin spice creamer. So it's all about hashtag pumpkin spice right now in my life. But I have a confession. So I want to talk through John 15. Uh, Jesus has this, uh, this concept, this analogy of, of he is the vine and we're the branch. And I have this confession. I was just thinking that, you know, in my 39 years of life, I have always struggled with this weight in this, in this, and it's a self-inflicted weight of 
wanting to measure up. Insecurity, anxiety, I've talked about before. And it overtakes me sometimes. It came up in a discussion that I had with someone recently. And it was a comparison of her life compared to mine, what she sees in me now. And not that I need to go around with a billboard, you know, about my whole life experience and how you see me now compared to who I used to be, right? But it still stirred up some some emotions in me that I brought to the Lord. And then it motivated me because even if life appears quote unquote happy and I appear quote unquote together and like my family is good and I have, you know, I have a marriage, I have, I have kids, I have a job, I have, you know, and and I'm not taking away from any of these amazing blessings that God has given and and I actually kind of scratch my head at some of the things that he thinks that I can handle, <laughs> quite frankly. But it, it more so from a standpoint of her misunderstanding of what my spiritual life used to look like to what it is today. And even though it and even the contrast to to say that it's just like I am just coasting, I would I would never imply that. Ever. Um, so anyways, that's what we're going to talk about today. Just this, the, what does your relationship with Christ look like? What is it consisted of? I mean, my control, my insight, you know, my three degrees, my experience, my strength, right? My, my ability, I got it, God. All of that has just gotten in the way of my ability to just literally take my power cord, three prong power cord and go plug it in to the wall, to the source. And I'm over here trying to just, you know, plug into anything that I can to zap out some little energy or to zap out some direction or some strength temporarily. You know, I think of I, and I also was thinking about this at work because um, in the ICU, we've got very, very sick patients who are on ventilators and a whole bunch of other crap. Um, and from this patient that I was thinking of that I was dealing with, um, they are on a ventilator and we had to go travel to another location in the hospital for some testing. And I mean, you've got a whole big gang to pull this off. And with the respiratory therapist, we're bagging this patient, meaning giving them air because we have to disconnect from the ventilator, from the source. And, um, but you know, we're connected to a traveling oxygen tank, which has so much, you know, 2000, um, liters in it that you, I mean, you've got a time frame. So you've got a, depending on how much oxygen that patient is on, you've got, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, et cetera, to get to a wall source and to plug back in. And then they swap out oxygen tanks to then, so you have enough oxygen to head back to the room until you connect back into that wall source. 
So that's what I was just thinking of just, this is Christ. He's our wall source. Like, like even if you disconnect from that Christmas tree, we call it, you know, the oxygen from the wall, you're, you're good for only so long. Like you can coast for a minute. You can, you can do well even. But then once you start to peel and dig, dig deeper in the layers, I, I actually believe well is subjective because is well based on your money, is well based on your title, is it based on, again, your, your family of, for, for us, it's family of five, is well based on just your outward appearance? What is well? Because well is supposed to be the fruits of the spirit. It's supposed to be bearing fruit, making disciples in the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, love. I mean, it's supposed to be all of those things. That's well, because I know of some people and I was one of them where you're doing quote unquote well, but I had no peace really. I mean, scary and, and the, my anxiety was at my highest season. So let's read. So let's, let's jump into John um, 15, um, starting at verse uh, 4. This is Christ. He is saying, um, um, just to kind of set it up, he, um, it's some verses before, you know, where he is saying that, listen, I, he, he's giving like your roles. So, you know, I'm the vine. And God is the gardener. So he's the one who's really pruning. He's the one who's kind of overseeing this garden. And Christ is the vine and we're the branches. So jumping in in verse four, Christ says, remain in me or your version. I like the versions um, like um, ESV, NASV, even King James says abide. So remain or abide in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burned. How's your branch life going? I mean, you know, how is that, that travel with, you know, with the traveling oxygen tank going? Are you getting low? Is your cup getting empty? Are you just this, you know, when I think of a branch that I I can just imagine the visual of it when it falls from the tree, you know, it still looks pretty healthy, but give it hour by hour, day by day, it looks dry and it's crusty. You know, um, how's your branch game going? Do you even know that you're a branch? (laughs) I, I, I was, I wrote down that question for myself and, and that's kind of going back to that discussion that I had that, you know, I didn't even, um, to really know my walk, to know my walk from the very beginning till now, I didn't even know that there was any other way, but for me to make it happen, you know, yes, you go to church. Yes. You love Christ. Yes. You are a 
you know, ethical, good person, right? So you do the check the box things. So I knew that. I mean, I was born and raised in a church, um, knew God, believed in God. But I thought that God was like big God, like sitting up somewhere, taking, you know, the, the world around and around and dealing with big issues. I didn't know that God was actually intimately involved in my life. I didn't know that he actually even wanted to, to be. And that, okay, I had to work out my issues. I had to work out my issues and, and I am, and this is in no way meaning like don't go to counseling. I am all about counseling. But, um, and, and actually <laughs> am in counseling. I go to counseling every year. Um, you know, more if there's issues going on, but just even preventive from a prevention standpoint, just, you know, anyways, that's kind of a side note, but with my tactics, with my self-help books, with my, let me fix the issue. Let me go to somebody who can fix the issue. And you're just going around and around and around and around. And I just picture God is just sitting here looking at a sweat to just try to figure things out. When the answer is so simple, you are a branch. You're literally powerless. You know, I think it's funny when I, on, um, you know, social media, I'll see different posts and, and they're, they're motivational, they're encouraging. But even when it's saying things like, you know, you got this or there's nothing you can't do. I just wish there was like, an implied underlying message that without Christ, because you really cannot do anything. Otherwise you're going to just be spinning your wheels to fix this problem, to be happy, to not be anxious. Again, I go back to this confession of just, I have spent my whole life trying to measure up, trying to run, 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 trying to be accepted. And and it has been difficult to say the least. And coming, peeling back those layers to see what was at the heart of my problem. And it's here, it's found here. Jesus is this vine. So think of this, this grapevine. Grapes are not gonna grow on these branches apart from that vine. So Satan, is going to try to separate you from that vine. He is going to pull out nothing new. He's going to pull out what he did for Eve and Adam and, you know, lie and twist the truth and say, you know, well, you know what? If, if God is really good, would you be in this situation? So the situation may separate you because then you start to become bitter and disappointed at God for missing, for God, how are you sideswiped here? Right. Or he'll or just in terms of comparison, he'll he'll distract you through comparison. Our flesh will do that too. anxiety, fear. I mean, we, his goal is to separate you from from this vine. So, you know, I believe his first goal, obviously, is for you not to be saved. I mean, that's just, you know, a plus score for him. For you not to even have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then even if you are in the body of Christ, well, why is your life not fruitful? Well, your life then is probably not fruitful because you're not connected. You're just, you're just doing 
legalistic things. And none of them may even be bad from a standpoint. You're going to church, you're going to Bible study, you're reading the Bible, you're praying. You know, I mean, have you ever just been on that hamster wheel? Like when do, when does stuff start to happen? And Christ has made it so simple. Like it's a promise. It's so simple that if we're connected, we will make fruit. And that will be joy, that will be peace, that will be productivity, that will be success, that will be anxious free living. It doesn't mean you're not going to go through the valley. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have issues, but you're connected to the vine. So I don't know where that hits you. But I think it's just, you know, I want to talk about this for some episodes because it's just really worth sitting in for a little bit. It's completely countercultural. It's completely different. It's almost like, okay, there has to be another step. It can't just be connection to Christ. And it's like, no, he literally said, just connect to me. Like you can do nothing without him. I, I think about this branch that's trying to grow this, this, you know, vine, or, or I think about a branch not connected to the vine, trying to grow grapes on its own. Like if I can just grow this grape, if I can just grow this orange or this, this apple, and you aren't even connected. You have no source to sap. You have no source to life. You have, you are on your own sitting there dried out. So that's my, you know, that's, that's my confession is that that was literally my life. The majority of it, um, spiritually was this branch blowing along, tired, bitter, up, down, up, down based on the season, you know, and my seasons were how much I was connected to Christ. And when I wasn't connected, when I would go off on my own, and when I would come back, when I would go off on my own and when I come back and in all of that, I am grateful for his grace. Y'all, he is so merciful. And I can't imagine how much joy and laughter I have given him <laughs> at looking at my back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So I don't take any credit on the outward appearance of my life. And even if I don't need, even if, you know, outwardly you may not know my story, I love to share this though, that you know what, no, like don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm really not that good. <laughs> I'm really, like if anything, if you have some time, I'd love to sit down and talk to you and not talk to you to sit here and bash my life. But this for me is boasting in Christ. This for me is, 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 I love that. I love to talk about, let me show you who my God is and let me show you how faithful and how sovereign and how powerful he is. I don't even have to do anything. All I have to do is get connected. So I am going to walk out this relationship with Christ. He is my source. He is my strength. He's not going to force you. He loves you too much. He wants you to choose him. So what comes first, y'all? 
Do you come first? Are you tired of being a branch? Disconnected from your source. So let's get connected. 